Welcome to the American Entrepreneur Podcast. And today we're breaking into crypto. Dun, dun, dun. And this is why, by the way. As I was, I was, I was kind of sitting there looking at Facebook, which I'm banned from right now. Thanks, Mark. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I put out all these stupid thoughts of mine about crypto and NFTs and all that. And no one really gives a shit on Facebook, except for the people who've been indoctrinated into the crypto cult who want to like, I mean, I'll say 80 things and they'll only be like, well, this is the crypto. So like wrong target audience. We'll start there. Wrong target audience. So that's a problem. And second, the second thing that's a problem to me, it, it don't got to be a problem to everybody, but it's a problem to me. The fact that I then go on Instagram later on, I look at these NFT pages and all these things that I said was going to happen. And by the way, I'm not claiming to be like, I'm just saying it's, it's, it would have been cool. Damn, it would have been cool to have said that and then been like, see, I, I said I said that was going to happen. Shit, not not that I know much more than anybody else knows. Maybe except for about this, evidently. But I was like, shit, I need a place to post my opinions on NFTs and crypto and where all that's going in the metaverse. Ahead of time. So that... By the time all this shit happens inevitably, because to me it's it looks, it, it appears to be common sense to me. So maybe I have a, a niche for calling this shit out. We'll see. We'll see, right? That's what this is for. We will see. So I seen a post on Instagram specifically talking about China and what they're doing with crypto and NFTs. So first off, I don't know if you guys know this. China kind of banned crypto. They kind of said like, you know, fuck that. We don't know what the influence this is going to have on our nation. We're pushing this shit out. Goodbye. Goodbye, crypto. Bitcoin, etc. Now, here's the thing. What was just discovered, and I've seen a post about this again, was that they're going to start implementing NFTs, though. So they're cool with NFTs. As long as it's on their currency. Which to me makes sense for many reasons. But besides the power reason. Who has their hand in the power of it. Here's the reason that that already made sense to me. And the debate that I've been having for the past few weeks with people. Which is one. Cryptocurrency doesn't fucking have any actual value. There's zero innate tangible, graspable, grabbable value. Some fucking ape just picked up a rock and said, this is worth a thousand now. And then some other ape was like, oh really? And then bought it from him. He's like, well shit, what am I going to do with this rock now? He goes to other apes and he's like, this is worth a thousand now. Just drops the, right? Just drops the big ass rock on the table. Everyone's like, okay. I'll buy that. And then it just went into a circle and that's now what crypto is. So uh, uh, 
you know, the cool backstory that they paint it with, cool. Those that's those are all true details, but that's a narrative. That's not the narrative I get from crypto. I get that yet again, and I'm sure the stock investors, people who've been in stocks for a while, are just laughing at these people, laughing their ass off. Like, you stupid. I think it's, to them, they're like, I can't believe it got this out of hand. This is the biggest pyramid scheme ever. <laughs> well, you look at that, that's insane. Stupidity of people in large groups never ceases to amaze me. So there's no fucking inherent value other than the fact that another monkey's going to buy it. And it isn't because it's vet like he thinks the crypto. It's not even because it's like it looks pretty. You can't even call it art. It's like this is a beautiful coin. No, dude, you just there's an an imaginary value that that person places on crypto. And then other people agree or disagree to that imaginary value. Which then you can trade for people's real resources for their neurotic imaginary value of this thing. You see, these people, in my opinion, haven't reached a level of awareness where they can separate their neurosis from reality. And the good sign of that is that your neurosis is super complex. So whenever I tell somebody, hey, crypto has no value, tell me the value. They can't just answer the question in a few sentences. They're like, all right, I need to read you 10,000 paragraphs to explain this. So it's like, A, you're unprepared for the question and the answer, which is what you're proving, because you haven't condensed any of this material. And B, to be quite frank, what we've discovered is you can't answer the question. And nobody can answer that question. Why? It's an unanswerable... You can't answer that question the right way, the way you'd like to, which is here's the proof that it has value. Because it doesn't. You know, it'd be like you proving that 2 plus 2 equals 5. How many fucking people do you get to agree with you until you start believing your own bullshit? Probably not that many, unfortunately, the way our brains work. Who knows? Two people agree with you, you'll, you'll probably start believing it too. Oh shit, well, at first I was just <laughs> making shit up, but maybe it is five. I mean, he's the only guy in the room who's disagreeing with me. And look at all these other people. I'm starting to, sh- shit, I'm starting to think it's five. And that's the mentality of the crypto people, which is, oh shit, I've sold this valueless thing to enough people that I'm starting to, I'm, I'm starting to have a good reason, a good payoff to believing it's valuable. Because remember, all of our beliefs have payoffs. So it's like, why do you believe this is valuable with no proof? Oh, because there's a secondary payoff, which is I get more money and get to get real things that actually have value out of this neurosis pool that people are purchasing from now when I say that and I put all that together I get a lot of backlash on this I still believe in NFTs inherently it makes so much fucking sense NFTs make a lot of sense to me here's why crypto may be the thing you purchase the thing with which is, again, like a middleman to value. But the real value is in the fucking NFT. You're telling me that there's NFTs that if you, if you purchase one, they come with things such as, and these are things that I've heard, comes with art, your very own, kind of like your, your signed uh, version of something, right? 
had a little cutout there, by the way. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. We're still here. Or you can have a personalized meeting with the creator of it that, or we'll say Gary V's, I think he has a thing where you get four one hour one-on-ones with him. If you purchase one of these NFTs, like how the hell are you going to make the case that that isn't valuable? How the hell are you going to make the case? Listen, I bought an NFT. It was basically an album cover. It came with all the downloads. It also came with a ticket to the concert. You can also upgrade that NFT and get a VIP ticket to the concert and backstage. And how do you remember that? Where is that memory stored? In that NFT. That you'll show to your grandkids because hopefully it's digital. You can find some way to keep it around forever, right? So you can say, you see this this picture with all this data stored in it? And guys, is this not kind of like what the Mayans are doing, by the way? No, I haven't heard anybody say this yet. It's kind of common. Listen, your phone can't operate without quartz crystal in it. And then the Mayans, they're like, see this quartz crystal school? Our ancestors are in there. And now what the hell are we doing? We're taking these quartz crystals and taking these damn NFTs with these memories. And, and look... My ancestors are in there. My past is stored in this crystal. This NFT crystal. It just blows my mind. But that being said, it makes so much sense to me why an NFT would have value. Say the metaverse hits and we're all wearing the goggles. You pull up in a Kia. Awesome. I drive a Kia. Kias are cool. However, you might have somebody who says, well, I can buy a Ferrari NFT wrap. And I can put it around my car. Bam. Your car now looks like a Ferrari as long as you got those glasses on. Or your car becomes pink. I have little sisters, so I always imagine them going, like, how come all those other kids got to have this backpack or this and we didn't? Like, how come we're the odd ones out not wearing the thing that everyone's wearing? And when your friend comes to school in a Ferrari NFT... Even though it's in the metaverse. Even though it's in the metaverse. You're going to want the goddamn Ferrari NFT. Or you're going you're gonna to want to keep up with the rest of the kids who on graduation day bought the $5 graduation NFT. Which makes fireworks come off of your car when you're driving. You know, nothing dangerous, but just like, like little fake fireworks come off of your car. And there's a... a a uh, happy graduation from Blue Ridge High School wrapped all around the car for $5. And you're the only person who, when you put on the goggles, your car isn't doing that, even though you're at graduation. God damn it. Like, people are going to get the NFTs. And the NFTs are going to have not only strong perceived value on an artistic basis, not just like, oh, it's a Bitcoin Like an artistic, my car looks awesome. I have a sense of individuality and pride that now comes with this. People are definitely going to pay for that. The same way that people paid for, on Instagram, they paid for followers and they don't sell a goddamn thing or make a goddamn dollar back. They just want to say I have 5,000 followers on Instagram and I get 1,000 likes on a photo, every photo I post. That to them is worth it. Or else they wouldn't have put in all the damn time to build the Instagram to begin with. So if time is money, I mean, you probably put hundreds of hours into Instagram, didn't get paid for one. So 
bet your sweet ass you'll put money into something if you'll put time into it to get that feeling of pride. And if you think that's too far-fetched, people already do it on Fortnite. You already have kids who play games who want to keep up with the skins. What do you by skin by the way for if if there is anybody out there who doesn't know what that means. Remember when you used to play the games there'd be there'd be one character and you go through the game with that character and you kind of fight through the scenes, right? To the end of the game you win, you beat the boss usually. So in this version of gaming you're updating the way you look. It's an aesthetic drive more than anything. So now you can buy your character can be in a big bird suit the whole game if you want crazy right like if you wanted to put an elon musk suit on now the suits are limited to the companies who make the nfts and you want to know something crazy ferrari just came out with an nft balenciaga just came out with an nft and skins for fortnite the nft makes perfect sense if you buy a dream blueprint which is my company if you buy if you bought a dream blueprint nft a dream coin and that coin comes with four hours footage of me building the company with the problems i ran into short side videos of me talking about how i address those problems and you see the the raw footage of me building the company from nothing to where it is and then you get to have Two consultations with me that last an hour about what you do. And I use that money to fund my company. Dude, how is that not the smartest thing ever? I'm probably going to tell people how to do this through media, through, through content anyways. But it matters to them to have a personal one-on-one with me so I can address. You know, you might have a question I didn't address in a video. Like a very specific, specific question. You may have a lot of specific questions that I can't cover because it's too specific. I could only cover that if you ask me personally. Like, you know, you're not a cookie cutter type of person. Well, then you can sit down with me and have a consultation with me while seeing the way I build my business. And you can ask me questions of, well, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? So you're getting to the core of the strategy and the core of the principles of the way that things are built. And you get to keep the souvenir of when this company is Apple, right? When this is Apple. How would you have loved to invest in a company like Apple in its initial stages? And what if if you did that, Steve said, I'm going to give you photos and videos of our meetings in our garage while we're talking about building this computer. Dude, that'd be fucking invalid. Like, You know how much you could sell that shit for? Like if somebody said, hey, I have the original videos of Steve Jobs starting to build Apple. First off, Apple's probably going to buy them bitches like immediately. But if not, do you know how much that shit would go for, dude? To a person like me, that's history. That's like if I had the, the millions and millions and millions of cash, maybe billions... To purchase that, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'm telling you, I am the person who would do that in a heartbeat. Put in that position, let's go. Yep, that's... And I wouldn't buy a lot of stupid shit. 
So I don't think that's stupid shit. That would that would be amazing. I would watch it like a mantra. Like a it would be like um you know like when warriors go out and they they put blood on their face. Like they they put ink under their eyes. That's what that is to me. It's the the ritualistic you know, it's like the same way people like baseball cards. Like it, it means something to me. That piece of history is essentially wisdom for every step of the future of the battles I must face and the peace that I must be comfortable accepting. Like, people's motivations to do things are individualistic and weird. And once you realize that, you can start studying the individual drive as an individual. And what you will find is that people will indefinitely find buy something if they find it valuable to them on a level of their own values. That being said, again, we'll cap this off. Bitcoin isn't, there's no value, there's nothing there. I picked up a rock, now you buy the rock. NFTs aren't the same. You buy the NFT, you get wisdom, you get education. You get to keep a fine piece of art, which is a constant reminder of you. A, a constant reminder to you. Now, people who are buying NFTs just to sell them, I don't have any problem with that necessarily. What I do have a problem with is when you try to convince people that like a Bitcoin doesn't have any fucking or that it does have value that it doesn't have at all. Like you're you're saying the product is something that is is not and you're selling it to people on the basis that it is the thing that you said it is that it actually isn't. So people saying that Bitcoin is going to take over. Dude, you think the fucking American government is going to let Bitcoin take over? Like, do you, you understand how absurd that sounds? Until I'm absolutely dead in the process, no matter what happens, I still won't believe it. Because it goes against a principle that's stronger than all those things. Which is the motherfucking government ain't about to give you their power, bro. The government's not about to say, you know what? We'll do our thing. You guys do your... Th- you fucking... Are you stupid? Like... Like, dude, that's that's stupid. It's not gonna fucking happen. That makes no god. That makes no sense at all. Makes no fucking sense. Now, what I do think is that all of this opened up an opportunity and a new order for the world to live by. It opened up the infrastructure for a new order of the world to live by. Therefore, I do not think this is the end. Of these things. I just believe that. mm, You know. It's like you found some flour. And you think you're selling pancakes. It's not a pancake yet. It's just fucking flour. It's pointless. Unless someone's going to use that flour. To build the pancake. Which they're not. That's the same thing with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just a tool. It's just a, a tool of infrastructure. Yeah, they may that may be the flower. That may be one of the ingredients to the future that is going to be built. 
but it is not going to look like flour when it's done. And it won't be purchasable as flour when it's done. The same way Bitcoin is not going to last through all of this and be the most purchasable, uh, uh, like trackable. You, they're not going to do that, dude. And again, you've already seen China say, yeah, enough with that shit. That's illegal now. That's already one country down. And I already called they were going to do that. And I got told, like, dude, you really think a whole country is going to do that? I think it's it's dumb that you don't think that a whole country is going to do that. Like, you don't think a whole country, who almost every country on the planet has, you know, just like any human being in general, they've broken laws against their citizens. And you think they're going to stop at giving you financial power over them? Like, again, it's the principle that would lead you to the truth, not all the bullshit in between. The neurosis is not helpful. The principles are reality at their nature. So that being said, I do not believe in Bitcoin at all. So my philosophical reason about avoiding Bitcoin in this, so that was like a political out outer world type thing now an individual superstitious um completely me unintegrated to the world level the religious level of who i am i believe in a thing called and i don't follow this i would say strictly because that would be against the point but i do believe in low vibration and high vibration energy and when i say energy what I mean by that, to, to be quite frank, is patterns. I think of energy something like um, atoms coming together to form a pattern. This, in the simplest terms. And I believe, for example, you know, they say patience is a virtue. Well, that's high vibration energy. That's all you're saying when you say patience is a virtue. I mean, you're not saying anything any less ethereal sounding, to be quite frank. It's still just a thing that you're saying because... You're trying to create a shape out of the atoms that are your wisdom and form a picture of how the world works. That's literally that simple. I'm not getting, I'm not getting, um, subscribed or, uh, I'm not evangelizing anyone in this point. But low vibration energy by its nature, which is a shape in the universe, is the big juicy red apple, the shiniest thing in the room. That you want to run towards. No breaks. And just. Lift off to that place. And everything it has to offer. And then there's option number two. Which is hey this is an awesome thing. It's a great opportunity. Here's the thing. You're going to have to put in work for this. You are going to have to. Exert energy into this. And yeah, some say it's a risk just like anything else. However, the person you will be at the end of this process will be so competent that any game you're dropped into, you are going to win. So it's the long road, right? It's, it's the, the narrow path. It's the boring path. And the person you're turned into on that path of discipline somewhat 
and goal orientation. That transforms you into the type of person who creates abundance wherever you go. You drop that person in the damn jungle. They're going to monopolize the jungle. You can throw that person in a city. They will eventually be a leader in the city. You could throw that person on a different planet. They will be a politician on that different planet. That's the person who has to take the route of. This is the long road. This is the hard work. This is what I have to do to make myself into a type of person. Who's willing to accept blessings to some degree. Is what that means. And you have the other road, which is, yo, we should go get rich right now. And I love that, by the way. I'm not against, dude, like, let's go. I think people don't take enough action. And it it, it, it could bring me down to the point at times to the point of, like, I'm taking less action. Because I'm over here curious about what, what the hell's up with you. And now I'm slowing down. What the hell? It's so easy. Let's go. Let's go. Right? Point being in all this, listen. You're either going to be the type of person who puts in, who finds the work that no one's willing to do or that everyone is running away from doing and you're going to do it and you're going to charge a fucking premium. Because if people are willing to let their lives go downhill to avoid a problem, you bet your sweet ass they will pay you to fix that problem so that they don't have to deal with the consequences of it. The same way we don't all want to be plumbers. We don't all want to be people who build houses. We don't all want to be people who work on cars. I come from like a complete trades family, by the way. We don't want to be the people that call people or walk around door to door. Like we don't want to be those, those, those people who do every little task that we're avoiding I mean, are you going to go to school for however fucking long? Do apprenticeship for however fucking long it takes to get amazing at that thing that you can't even look in the face? No, you're not. You're going to pay someone else to do it. So ironically, when you go to the opposite of that in marketing, see, there's a, there's a, there's a demand for that. And what I'm saying is there is a higher demand for almost general entrepreneurship and someone who economically looks at the world. There's a higher demand for those things because people avoid doing that the most. So if you become that person. then it makes sense that you're going to charge a premium for that. And that is where people make fortunes. That's where you have... uh, uh, I mean, really, do you want to send a fucking carrier pigeon across the country? Like, the internet changed a lot of lives, man. In a lot of ways that none of us were willing to go and do and didn't even have the capacity to understand let alone with telephones or radio. They, they made things extremely easy for us and quick. Right? So what I'm looking at, what I'm talking about right now, is so boring 
compared to hurry up buy the shit coin if you buy it you'll make you'll probably make 20k this month like just keep investing in sh- I mean dude you think it's you think it's just a coincidence that all the people who are into bitcoin all the people who are into crypto are not into real were not into actual stocks beforehand like investing beforehand was not important to them at all no, it's the low vibration energy and the avoidance of making, we'll say, like, bigger moves that brought them there to begin with. It was the I want something for nothing mentality, which think and grow rich. I mean, say what you want about how the book was created. That shit's so true. I got to I gotta beat that out of myself. Like, we all have to do that. I want everything for nothing. That is what brought people to crypto. That was the promise. You can have everything for nothing. And it did not attract anybody or anybody that I've seen. I've only heard bad things from people who invested before this about crypto and where it's going. So just based off of the energy of that situation, you know, I guess here's the thing. I can't be God. Like, you can't be God. You're... you're you're not going to know every little detail of everything and neither am I. Like I'm I'm no different. Like all of us are like this. You're not going to know every detail. So kind of sometimes you need strategies and techniques to look at the environment and kind of get a cold read. And then the better your cold read gets, the better you're understanding the face value of the environment because you actually understand the back end value. The back end economics and robotics of the way that things are happening so that being said the face value of why bitcoin is not going to work to me is because it's low vibration energy there's no work involved do you understand that money was created to keep score of the work that we were doing in our economy it was created to keep score of the work that we're doing. So it's not like the money's just valuable. Your work in some ways is equivalent to the money. So what work is involved in creating Bitcoin? Like guys, the issue that people have with our current system and just randomly printing fucking money without it being backed. That's like the biggest problem that most people have. That's the beginning of how crypto started. Like the problem every, anybody who studies economics from the Federal Reserve's point of view, the problem any of them have with the way the banking system works is the fact that they just print money and it's not always backed by gold. Like, you know, we've jumped on and off that standard. Again, seeing through the robotics and all the itty bitty details. How much of a rocket scientist do I need to be, like, ask yourself that, to know, hey, if you want something for nothing, you're going to be preyed on by con artists. Because you make yourself weak, vulnerable, and you make yourself susceptible to low vibration energy. I mean, it's it's the same mindset drug addicts have. Like, I'm going to do this crack. I Like, I'm going to, I'm not going to have to do, I'm just going to have to hit the lighter but I'm going to get the world from it. 
it's the same thing to me. So again, whatever it transforms into, whatever happens with it, uh, I I I can kinda intuit where that's gonna go. And that pattern has has shown itself to me in so many contexts and levels in life. It, that's such a compartmentalized thing in every face of reality to me that it I mean it's it's almost like I almost kind of don't care in 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 this weird way um because it's just monkeys being monkeys like we're all monkeys man we're just out here like swooping and swinging from the trees so what if a monkey does a circle and a spin and it confuses me cuz I'm like monkeys don't do spins you never know man people do crazy shit bitcoin to me is crazy shit now, what I will tell you is in the future, I do think that they will find a way to digitalize money. I mean, they've already been saying they were going to do that for years. Now someone successfully did it, and they laid out the groundwork for them. Again, they get, here's the flower. Here's the flower. So they laid out the groundwork for people to digitalize money. Like, the government didn't even have to force it on us, bro. The government wasn't like... Hey, we're digitalizing. Remember, because all the fucking conspiracy theorists, no, they're going to digitalize us. But of course, someone in the public is like, let's digitalize currency. And they're like, yeah, this makes sense. It's not owned by the government. That was the catch to it. The catch to it is that the government isn't going to catch on to you. And if that's the biggest fucking catch of your product, I'm not buying it. (laughs) It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Like, you really... I mean, if you're going to go against the grain, go against the grain, whatever. Don't claim that you're on both sides. I'm going to make money financially and legally and try to avoid the government on the back end as much as I can and have a power struggle with them. It's like, dude, what product are you selling exactly? You're selling a revolution against the government? That's That's what you're selling. Really? Well... I don't know if you know this, but like the past four people who tried to decentralize money have been assassinated. That's not going to happen again, dude. Makes no fucking sense at all. Um, so yeah, anybody out there, I have a question, which is, why are you so quick to invest in Bitcoin, but so slow to invest in the effort of growing your own business? Like It, it always baffles me that Jesus's father was a carpenter and the wisdom that I have to take from that is that he spent no time getting credit and being in the the light and hey guys he was not like the star center of attention he was the person in the background like listen I got to build this fucking house from the ground up every day build it from the ground up so that's just so uninspiring to some people but to me it it has this almost salvation to it. Which is that in this crazy ass world, there's one thing that we can do. Which is work towards the foundation of everything. We can we can really try our best to get to the bottom of things. And build them from the ground up. And make them successful from the ground up. And instead of walking into a house or looking for a house, who knew that we could just fucking build it? Like, dude, we can just build it ourselves right here. So everyone has always been so quick to run to a job, but 
And most people are. But you ask the average person, okay, you're starting a business? Right. You're insane. And from what I get from the vibe of people who know more than me and people who mentor me, that doesn't change. Like anywhere up the ladder, people still think it's insane if you try to take the risk of building a foundation for something. I think it's insane. So, hey, maybe Bitcoin isn't so negative in the way that it built a great foundation for something. And unlike everybody else who believes that the digital future is just proof that things are going to be evil, I think that's you just being, like, really fucking lazy. Like, that that you don't want morality to exist with your focus on it. You want it to exist out there in the world without you having to contribute to it. I know, you better contribute to morality. Like, contribute to morality as much as you can. These robots, as weird as it sounds, dude, be nice to them. Like, they will turn into what rules your world. And they we, they will be built, as they have been, from you, your words, your intentions, as a human being. So whatever the hell you put in that thing is coming right back. These mirrors go from being ethereal to being in real life when it comes to the internet, right? It's a crazy place. So now the metaverse, I first off want to say... The metaverse scares a lot of people. The same way cars scare a lot of people. Like, you get in a car, that's really risky. And some people could drive like an idiot. They could drive drunk. They could drive crazy on purpose. You get on the internet in general, you could be scammed. Tons of criminals. I mean, you walk down the street, you could be robbed. Why don't we get rid of streets? And people in general, right? Because, listen, we don't have a fucking choice. As much as people would like to to pretend we do, we don't have a choice. And a lot of things. The world is built around you. And yes, you build it. But there are many influences. The only choice we have is to contribute to the world being better because it's not going to stop existing because it gets scary. The metaverse is going to come. The internet is going to come. And it is going to be, well, way quicker than people think as technology moves. That's how it moves. So listen, I can imagine that when you're in your metaverse house and you're hanging out with some friends, that a computer hacker from India shows up in your house and you go, what the hell? Who invited him into our metaverse room? And this dude in India walks around, looks at your NFTs picks the motherfuckers up, puts them in his digital wallet, and disappears. What the fuck was that? I don't know. I can imagine a robber coming into your house when you're gone in the metaverse and looking where all your stuff is and seeing which doors are open if there's animals and finding his entrance to break into your house. So I want to put first and foremost, things can get very dangerous in ways that I'm sure people have not even imagined yet. You never know till it happens. However, who will make a ton of money and make it a better place is the side. Sorry about that interruption, folks. And we're back. 
You know who's going to make a lot of money in the future? Cybersecurity professionals. If you want to make a lot of money in the future, like you're like, I want to make, why don't you invest in cyber stocks? Like cybersecurity stocks. You know, the people that have to make sure every last thing you're doing doesn't go wrong. Can you think of someone or any animal on the planet who isn't affected or potentially affected by cyber? Well, I mean, you're on your phones, your kids are on your phone, your friends are on your phone. All it takes is them heating up that phone so it explodes in your face. You think that isn't possible? You know, anything I say, just go look up on Google. Because I don't have time to cover a million things right now. I mean, even your pets are going to be affected by it. With the new uh, capabilities they're coming out with, with Wi-Fi, they can map an environment with sonar. You know how easy it's going to be to spy on people? I mean, you could you could hit a sonar from outer space if you do it the right way, and then bam, they have an entire map of your house and you walking around in it in real time. See, y'all don't want to pay attention to those threats, though, because it's easier to avoid that. It's easier to avoid every real problem and exist in a false reality. That's the thinking that's going to make the metaverse dangerous, ironically. So the Intel companies are trying to do everything they can to explain to the public the dangers of cybersecurity. And they can't do it because, to be quite frank, no one gives a shit. Everyone's like, I don't care about that computer shit. Like, bro, you're on your phone. It's a computer. Your car has a computer, and you walk in your house with a computer. But you don't care about that computer shit. Now, do you remember what I said about people avoiding difficult problems that they have to face? There's money on the other side of those things, man. Like, you should be super happy once you find a problem someone isn't willing to face. And if you find that in bulk, and you find that in the masses, you should be So happy, dude, because you just found fucking gold. Nobody's willing to face security as an issue. No one's willing to be educated on security at the very least. And until it is such a big problem, it's unavoidable, no one's going to care. That sounds like a job for me. Sounds like I could get paid off of that. So there's where your opportunities are, guys. If you want real opportunities, look at someone's problem. Hey, I need a house. Okay, I'm going to build houses. Now I build houses. This is what people need. This is what people avoid. And you're going to make money on the other side. I know people who've worked on houses. Don't know too many people who just said, fuck it. I'm going to learn how to make houses. And for those of you rebellious ass people who are just like, I know, duh. But do you know like four or five? Do you know 20? Do you know 30? you know 300? No. You probably stopped at like 10. You know that many people who just decided to do that. Oh, I'm going to build my house. So there's tons of people who make money building houses. Because no one's going to do that shit. I mean, you can't do everything. That being said, you want to invest in cyber in the future, in the metaverse, in this exciting thing. Invest your time in cyber and your education. Invest in cybersecurity companies. And invest your... Again, like, if you're going to put money into something, however you're investing it, whether it be your time, 
you know, energy, money, evangelizing the people around you to be a part of it, whatever it is, and make sure it's actually fucking valuable, unlike crypto coin. So listen, uh, or whatever it is, like, if you've made money on um, crypto, you would probably be shocked to find that people also made money in pyramid schemes. So the response, I've made a lot of money, is not sufficient because we're not arguing making money. We're arguing the ethical way in which you make the money. We're arguing the route that you go. And selling valueless shit to stupid people is not a good practice. Like, you're literally selling something that has zero value to a dumbass who doesn't understand value at all. You're, you're preying on people. Is really what it is. I don't think all investments are preying on people at all, by the way. Pro stock market. Like, if you can support somebody who's adding value to the economy, awesome. Bitcoin is not. It's adding neurosis and promoting that neurosis. However, cyber and cybersecurity is a very real issue. And if you've ever had your credit card swiped clean, thousands of dollars and had overdraft fees from it, or you've had your bank account, you know, completely wiped clean, I bet you're like, oh shit, cyber is probably important, right? Like, I don't have to evangelize you on why cyber is important if you've ever had your identity stolen. I don't have to do that. Now, there's never going to be a point where I see, where I say, see, I told you there'd be consequences for not investing in, in Bitcoin. It's not going to happen. There's, that's not going to happen, dude. Like, and that's the type of thing you want. Like a hospital, there's consequences for not getting your damn medicine. So if you start a hospital, best believe your ass going to make money. Encouraging people to get the medicine that they actually need too. Right? Like, you're going to help people with that. Some say they don't. The pharmaceutical industry is crooked as a motherfucker. Everybody knows that. It's not news to a goddamn soul. But they make shit ton of money. Right? Just for my people who, you know, don't fuck with the pharmaceutical industry. Point in case here. All I see when I look at all of this, this whole talk is high vibration and low vibration energy. And it never ceases to amaze me how myself and other people, how long it takes us to learn to avoid something. Like we'll run towards things at will, but it takes so long for us to see red flags and actually follow them, whether it be dating or in economics, like in, in the stock market, it's still the same damn thing. So that being said, I don't feel like I need to be an expert on everything in the world to understand human nature, because I think regardless of subject, the human nature will be even in cybersecurity, which is a advanced technology has created an understanding that the weakest link in the process is the human being. I'll say fragile. I don't want us to seem weak. I, I like human beings. Oh, we're the weakest link in the process. 
We are the link in the process that fucks everything up. So regardless how scientifically sound your motherfucking crypto is, I think you are so fucking dumb that you will find a fucking way to fuck it up. You will find a goddamn way. Chaos theory, right? No matter how complex you make that damn system, human nature will not allow it to exist anymore. You'll find a way to destroy it. And that's what happens when you try to get everything for nothing. And then when you convince people around you, you can get everything for nothing. Like, yeah, you're the first dumbass on the stock market who's done that. Bravo. You're the only one. Like, none of the investors who think this is stupid, who've been doing this for 60 years, who are telling you it's dumb, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. You're the first person to create the damn wheel. You are fucking Adam. God just put you on the earth to create everything. There was nothing here before you, Adam. Like, nah, bro. It's so... So ignorant. So arrogant. Like, true arrogance. True arrogance is like, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not even going to speak with you. I'm aware that I'm uneducated and doing the wrong thing, and I don't care because I'm not going to get told something by somebody else. That just is the general vibe of every crypto person that I've ever talked to. So, predictions for the future. America is going to crack the fuck down on Bitcoin. And then it is either A, going to rid it, make it a crime. Or they might go the route of, we don't want to do that too fast and seem too oppressive. So they'll find some slow, methodical ways to get rid of it. Or they're going to create their own coin. And they're going to say, here's what you can do. You can trade all your other coins for this coin because you can't use those coins anymore. But we will help you out by saying you could trade it for the dollar coin, the America coin. And that will be people's incentive to jump on the America coin so that it has impact at a grassroots level. Now all the people who started doing Bitcoin instead of being punished and running off like you know they're going to do anyways, listen man, we'll partner with you. The same way when they find hackers, they're like, listen, you're either going to jail for the rest of your life or you're working with us and making this thing happen. And you'll get paid well, compensated very well. Very hard fucking bargain to turn down. So then these people are going to be new advocates for the American dollar. It's like crypto, except for... And then they're going to tell you all the things that were wrong with crypto that everyone already knew. But then they're going to say, yeah, we fixed it. So they're only going to address the problem with Bitcoin once they've found the solution and then can sell that and won't get seen as a piece of shit for selling something that doesn't work. So they're either going to adopt it or turn that shit down and crack down it. And when I say adopt it, I don't mean they're not going to adopt Bitcoin, dude. They're coming out with their own coin and that shit's got to go. And they will make that shit leave. The only other option that blows my mind, because I was talking to somebody who lives in Afghanistan, he said the Taliban wants tourists and they're they're pro-women's rights now. This is after the thing with Biden. You know, every day I'm like, is the Taliban an American operation? It's just a question. Fuck off. 
So that being said, it does kind of seem that it would be very easy for a, a new world order, so to speak. And, you know, I'm not into the previous conspiracies. I'm into what's in front of my face right now. It would make sense for these people to come together and say, listen, we don't even have to force this on the public. They fucking want it. Like they are begging for this shit. Half these people hate dealing with money anyways. And the fact that they could just spend it in the metaverse and they don't... They want that reality. It, it saves time when you don't have to go through your uh, uh, wallet and be like, oh, here's this and this. Uh, you can just put your hand on the screen. Boop. You're worth one million. Boop. One dollar for McDouble. That'd be me. <laughs> like, bam. That immediately... We don't even have to force it on them. They want it. They already want it. People are getting Neuralink. Shit, people already want Neuralink. So they can't force something on you, but they can evangelize enough apes, you know, the apes that will do anything, until the apes that will do anything if someone does it, does it, and then that's like two-thirds of the apes, and then the last one-third of the ape who's outnumbered, you're with us or against us. Because all the rest of the apes want the Neuralink chip. And they want. And again, I'm not against all this stuff like that. What I'm against is the way that they're meticulously evangelizing these things. Strategically as hell. In a way that they are not transparent with what they're doing with the public. So. Now that you can see my long term trajectory. Which is we're going to live in the metaverse. And we're going to have a. Uh, a cryptocurrency that's ran by the governments make taxes way easier like that the the IRS really wants that already so make the taxes way easier on everybody so they have the government has an actual incentive a huge incentive to do this secondly their bottom like the the ass end of it is already taken care of because they don't have to force it on people like they would most things the people actually already want this and they're self-funding it and it's become a they don't even have to pay for the marketing like they already paid for the marketing dude they are they, the the public already took care of it for us to be quite frank we just have to adopt it this is the america coin now you're a trader if you if we if we find you spending that other stuff and you're not taxing it the irs is coming after your ass because we're now considering this, through this law, digital currency is also currency. And the only currency that we can do through this mandate is the government America dollar. You will be an enemy of the IRS if you trade anything else, and you will go our route. So then are you going to invest in crypto when the government's saying, listen, uh, you're a domestic terrorist if you invest in crypto. Your ass is out of here if you invest in it. You still going to invest in it, bro? You think your stocks are still going to go up? No, that shit's not going to happen. Again, what I find in the general public, and especially where I'm from, is people will be quick to do this and call themselves geniuses in doing so. Self-proclaimed gods for their decision. But if you ask them to make a sale... Or to offer somebody something valuable. 
or to solve someone's issues and charge a premium for it or to you know study the market and see the biggest issues people have and then put together a team to solve that issue and charge a premium to solve that issue until you solve those problems like no one's going to do that that's so boring to people so guys what i want you to get out of this is there's high vibration energy and there's low vibration energy okay the way that you can practice this is if something is everything you get everything for nothing it's low vibration if it is you're gonna have to put in a lot of work but it's more or less guaranteed your result it's more or less guaranteed you will transform yourself into an understanding competent person then you go that route always I will always take the route of competency. I would rather build a company than work at a company because I'm learning to be competent building the company. After building the company, I'll go build another one. And after a while, what will I be? Competent at extracting money from the market through solving actual problems. You think that's going to happen overnight? You think I'm going to wake up and the stock on that's going to jump? It's now shit works. Or... Workday jobs, do something else for somebody else. You're also adding value. It's not a bad thing. But you're not learning the operations of, of adding value. So let's not pretend you're really that interested in it because you're not. Or else you would be studying the ins and outs in depth as much as possible of creating the machine to offer value. But you're not. You're just working on another business and that's fine. And then you take that money and you invest in stocks that you think are going to blow up based off of nothing other than other people will buy it. That's low fucking vibration energy. And I don't care where it goes or what people make in the process because they'll eventually lose it because they're conditioning themselves to be the type of person who would lose everything that was given to them. So let's aim to be the opposite of that. Be a builder, dude. Like, I mean, it's hard. it was hard for me to learn. And I know other people think that's difficult to learn because I train other people and it's it's their brain isn't built to understand it yet because they haven't put in the time or the interest to be someone who understands how to build things put in the fucking time to build it like don't just try to look for someone else's quick opportunity to and this is just my intuition If you want to work with somebody, with something, or in any place in life in general, that's high vibration that works out. Go find the people who say, listen, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. This is difficult. This is difficult in the process. This is the problem we have. It's not going to be easy. There's a lot that goes into it, and it's not an overnight thing. It takes time to do. It is a process. This process gets this result. This is how long it takes to get that result. It may take longer, 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 longer. We're going to do whatever it takes, no matter what, to be quite frank, to get that result. It's hard work. There are road bumps involved, and still we will get through those road bumps. That's the type of person you you want to follow. Like, dude, it's going to be hard. Here's all the problems with it. This is what we're going to do. This is where we're going. That's the type of movement, the type of culture you want to be around. Now, if we go to the fucking Bitcoin culture, bet your sweet ass it will be the complete opposite values with the complete opposite type of person. 
They are not going to take a risk on building something from the foundation so that they can gain, so that they can have the fruit of that labor. That is not their culture and that is not their value. Their value is, hey, I'm a tricky little fucking trickster magician and I trick the system into giving me shit that I don't deserve. And it's a secret back door that only a few people know about, which is why we send 10,000 DMs out every day. Makes no fucking sense. It's a back door. It's a secret no one knows about. And it's a secret to untold fortunes that you don't have to work for. And dude, that's the whole fucking culture of it. That's it. And then they try to add shit onto it to make it seem like it's something else, but it's really fucking not. It's just a cult of people who were convinced that getting something for nothing makes sense. And then Bitcoin is the sign to that symbol. So it is a symbol to that movement. Just based on the people it attracts, and based on the reason it attracts those people, and based on the lack of other reasons that it would be attractive, Bitcoin is shit. Build your business from the ground up. If you want to get into NFTs, crypto, and how the finances are going to work, why didn't you start at the Federal Reserve? Like, why didn't you start at any of that? Right? It's just it's just puts such a big hole in the fake fucking mask of a character people put on on this crypto shit. Yeah, I love stuff. That's weird. You didn't... You don't know any other stock name. <laughs> like, that's weird. That was just boring shit to you last year. Until you found out that you could get something from nothing, you were not interested in this. So you are being guided around by this demon on your shoulder, looking for something for nothing. And you condition yourself to be that person. Anything you get, you're going to lose it. Like anything you get, like you could win the lottery. Why do you think all the lottery winners like lose all their money? Like if they didn't have cash before, they're not equipped to do that. They're not conditioned. And people don't want to believe that you are the person who conditions you to be who you are. And that will affect you in the future. So decisions you make now matter. So if you invest in crypto now, when it's the get everything for nothing thing, you're conditioning and giving yourself dopamine to do the wrong decisions. Which means like a drug addict, you're pumping your body with dopamine and serotonin. You're dumping your body with good chemicals for doing something that will end in your demise. You're training yourself to work against your own good fortune. Why would you do that? Because you think you're going to get some money afterwards? You're conditioning yourself to your demise because you think you will get a lot of money in the middle of it. Horseshit. Now, if I was to ask anybody who invests in crypto, uh, check it out. In the winter, or we'll say in, in the summer... In Florida, we're going to go get jet skis. We're going to buy jet skis here in Ohio. So they're going to be like a better price. We're going to buy nice ones. We're going to bring them there, and then we're going to charge. We're going to have to get some licenses, you know, follow the restrictions of the the government there and the protocol there. But we're going to charge every day um, a few, we'll say like $50 an hour for the jet. And they're going to be really nice jet skis. You know, we have insurance, like whatever we need to get. That's cool. 
if we do 10 jet ski rides a day, that's, and they have to pay for their gas, by the way, like, I'm not stupid, so if they get 10 rides a day, that's 500 a day, that's $5,000, uh, clearly I'm not the math guy, right, like, that's, 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 you could get around 3,000, we'll just round it to that, 3,000 a week for that, 3,000 times 52, that's 150, what is that, like 156, 160,000, like from some jet skis, like you, everything I just said is boring as hell, like no one gives a shit, they're like, that's, that's too practical, man, so you just want us to do some work to get somewhere, no, no, they don't sound like me, bro. Okay, well, there's this coin where you don't have to do a goddamn thing and you'll get a, a shit ton of money from it. Really? I'll drop everything important to me to do that. Like, of course you will. Well, that's how you built yourself. And that's how you condition yourself and continue to condition yourself. And you're going to be very not fucking proud of yourself because of the person you become. I think these are not personal things. I, I don't think I'm speaking on my experience purely. I think that any of the literature, any of the information, any of the wisdom that you could get from anybody who studies motivation and how human beings condition themselves would agree with what I'm saying. And I think religious studies, for the most part, would agree with what I'm saying. You are always making decisions, man. And you're always conditioning yourself to be the type of person who you're going to be. So... When life hits you, do you want to be conditioned to do nothing and gain everything? Or do you want to be extremely prepared to deal with all the problems that no one is willing to face? And that is the problem we have to ask ourselves here today. You're not a fucking hero for investing in crypto. And fuck you, I might be a hero for not. That's how, that is how I feel about crypto. Again, I'm not Jesus or some fucking... That's not my point. My point is, we've reached a point in society where you can't call something stupid, stupid. And that's stupid. And that's why everyone is fucking stupid. Because no one can tell you when you're being stupid. So you can't correct yourself. Which is why we have motherfucking things like Bitcoin. Where if I ask somebody to explain themselves, we're not friends anymore. Okay, well, what are the perks of... We're not friends anymore. Okay, so you want to start a life coaching thing. How many posts are you... We're not friends anymore. You want to help people escape from their 9 to 5. Don't you work a 9 to 5? We're not friends anymore. Right? It's fucking stupid. It's dumb. Bro, it's, it's on another level of dumb. So, listen, I hope y'all enjoy this and follow me to the journey of the success that I'm going to build for other people. Because every time I try to just build something for myself and think that that's how value works, God punishes me, the market punishes me, I punish myself in some ways. The only time that I've ever made sustainable success is when I created opportunity or fixed a problem for as many people as I could. I was willing to do the job that no one else was willing to do. Everyone 
was avoiding this, and it would mean the world to them to find someone to do it. That's the only times that I've got ahead. So what I'm building with this podcast is, it's going to be real fucking embarrassing to look back on these one day. It's going to be real embarrassing to be like, I was wrong about this, or I... Or cool as hell to be like, damn, I was right about that forever ago. And it's going to be a process of, there's going to be people who are going to say, look at this dope shit you said back then. And there's going to be people who say, look at this stupid shit you say back then. And we'll do everything we can to freeze a person in time and lock them into something that they're not. Instead of, listen, maybe when I was 16, I had some opinions I don't agree with now. Okay, well, I'm 26. Maybe when I'm 36, I have some fucking opinions that I don't agree with now. We've reached this point of neuroticism in the world. And all of this, to me, contributes to fucking Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the, is the shadow of mankind. Bitcoin is the shadow of fucking America. The man who believes that he can get the dream without doing the work involved. The man who believes he can get everything for nothing. That's the fucking shadow of America right now, which has turned into a whole fucking coin. It doesn't even exist. It's out there in the ether somewhere. We're all pretending it has value together. Follow the narrow path. Um, you, you don't live forever. Some things that you're taught or told, you won't have the time to figure out if they're true or false. The only thing you'll have left is the results they give you at the end of the day. I have yet to see or meet any successful person who tells me that the way to get there is to gain everything through doing nothing. And I don't consider crypto people the same way I don't consider thieves or con artists successful, I don't consider Bitcoin people successful. It matters how you get there. It does. People actually, I do care about how I get there. People care a lot about how they actually get there. Obviously not enough because you have a bunch of dipshits invested into Bitcoin. But for the most part, when it comes down to it, when you're faced with your true options, you would rather get there the right way. Which is why everyone who's got there the wrong way goes back and repaints their legacy. Because they're like, oh shit, I really did want to get there the right way. Shit, shit, they were right. Son of a bitch, now I gotta fix this. Now I gotta backtrack. So follow that narrow path. Don't do stupid shit. When you see people doing stupid shit, tell them it's stupid shit. Or else that stupid shit will infect you, it will infect your personality, your mannerisms, and you'll become a dumbass just like them. Or keep them out of your fucking vicinity. These are my final thoughts on Bitcoin and NFTs. From a psychometric point of view. And a sociological point of view. Of why it even exists. And the thinking behind investing in Bitcoin. Versus the thinking behind building a business. And bringing actual value to the economy. I place these things as a dichotomy. Because one of them brings value, focuses on value. The other does not bring value and focuses on gaining value with giving nothing in return. Down from the core of alchemy, the oldest 
science we know, you don't get something for nothing, guys. Stop fucking off and get back to work. Go build your businesses and do the work in front of you to make the world the place that you want it to be. This is the American Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for listening.